Thank you for tuning into the weekly sermon from Journey of Hope, a United Methodist community. We are a welcoming community that fosters belonging and acceptance. Through ministries, we enable individuals to transform their lives as they learn to follow Jesus Christ. We follow the guidance of the Spirit in sharing our faith through missional adventures, building relationships, and offering our witness to our community and world. We serve the Elgin, Illinois area and are located at the corner of Randall Road and Highland. To learn more about us, you can check us out at johumc.org or any of our social media platforms by searching Journey of Hope. And now, here is this week's message. So as we get ready to hear Jeremiah's words for us today, uh, I ask that you would pray with me so that we may hear God speak. Gracious and almighty God, God, we long to hear your words. We long to hear your message for us today in this covenant renewal. And so speak through the message, through the scripture passage, through the silence, and through the litany. Speak so that our hearts may truly hear you. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning's scripture lesson is taken from Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 through 34. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant which they broke, even though I was like a faithful husband to them. But the Lord says, this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days. I will put my law within them. I will write it upon their hearts. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach or say to one another, know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For the Lord says, I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sins no more. This is the word of God. Thank you, Chuck. So I think we, uh, we as a church need to admit a couple of things. Uh, because I think we as church people use a lot of terms that, that many people find confusing. Pentecost, discernment, fellowship, sanctification, redemption, justification, one that you heard a few months ago, prevenient, and so many others like covenant make some people turn around and head in the opposite direction. There are many places that that we use these words and people just don't understand what we mean. And so covenant is one of those words at times. What does it mean? And what is being spoken of in our scripture passage that Chuck shared with us? And so I have to go to Merriam-Webster and, and pull out the definition of this word. Uh, and so here is the, the word that, uh, that comes. And as I read this definition, I can only think of, of Dave Ackman when I read this, and you'll understand why, because the definition says a formal, solemn, and binding agreement, 
written agreement or promise, usually under seal between two or more parties, especially for the performance of some action. That is the definition of covenant, but that makes it sound kind of like a contract, legally binding. It sounds transactional, like a business deal, but But here in Scripture, I think it is much different. I think it's more. Because I think if we look back at Scripture, we will find five covenants that God makes with God's people. The first covenant was made with Noah, Genesis chapter 6. You remember the sign, a rainbow in the sky that reminded Noah that God would never again destroy the earth and all the people in it. And then the next covenant he made with Abram, Genesis chapter 15. And here God tells Abram that his descendants will have the land that God promises. And in Genesis or in Genesis chapter 17 we find God telling Abram that he will be the father of many nations. 2 Samuel chapter 7 speaks of the covenant God makes with David, promising to establish David's throne forever. And in the passage today from Jeremiah, we hear about the covenant that the people broke, the Mosaic covenant with Moses. It was the, it was the covenant based, you remember, on the stone tablets, the commandments that is referred to here. The people broke all of the commandments and therefore broke the covenant which God set up before them. But Jeremiah is proclaiming something. He's proclaiming a new covenant, one that is to come. It is interesting that that this passage is the only place in the Old Testament where new covenant is mentioned. The only place where we hear new covenant But what is the new covenant and what makes it so special? I wonder what the people thought when they heard these words. How did they feel about a a different covenant? One that was not about the laws which they broke, but something about laws being written on their hearts. How is that going to happen? And what exactly does that mean, that you're going to write that covenant on my heart? I mean, really, the the people heard about the covenant God had with them, but it was always spoken through a mediator. Not on our hearts, it was through somebody else. Sure, the, the covenant was made with Noah and Abram and Moses and David, but it is extended to the people of Israel. I guess you could say that it was more of like a corporate covenant, one that was made with a large group of people, a a whole nation. But this one is different. Jeremiah tells the people that this new covenant will be written on their hearts. Each one of them. It It is moving from a corporate agreement to an individual one. To an individual covenant. The focus is shifting to a one-on-one relationship with God. Of course, they don't really understand how that's going to happen. But that's beside the point. This covenant will be made in the heart, not on a stone tablet. 
This looks more like this personal relationship that we talk quite a bit about. But wait, a personal relationship with God? Thinking about all the people back in Jeremiah's day? No, we need a mediator. I mean, you remember when Moses came down from the mountain. Remember the the reason for building the temple with a special place, that, that special place called the holiest of holies that only the high priest could go into. You see, we could die if we get too close to God. Can't somebody else do this? Do we really have to? But God is doing something new. Sound familiar? God is previewing this new covenant that is coming, and this one will be rooted in hope. In hope. In the middle of so much judgment and condemnation from Jeremiah, we find chapters 30 through 33, which is actually called the Book of Comfort. It's a book of hope. It's like the Israelites were getting a little scared about what God was saying, so God said, wait, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. We have this covenant. I mean, there will be a time when restoration will come. There will be a time when peace will come, when peace will return, when a new definition of my covenant will be with you. Maybe that's what we're looking for today. We are looking for that that time when restoration comes, when peace returns. Can't you see? Do we not know where all of this is headed? Jeremiah is proclaiming the coming of Jesus Christ. A new covenant that we proclaim every time we celebrate Holy Communion. You know the words? This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. The new covenant. Jesus is the foundation of that new covenant. And this covenant is not just for the Israelites. It's for all people. Because it will be something that each person decides for themselves. This is why it is written on our hearts. They will make a decision to follow Jesus Christ, to become a disciple. But notice that it is God who takes the initiative. God makes the first move. Jeremiah is looking to a future hope. He is looking forward to a time when when this prophecy will become a reality. But we have the reality right here, right now. We have this. God makes this new covenant with each and every one of us, all of us here, all of us in this world. And it's offered today. You see, in a moment, we are going to journey through this Wesley Covenant service, declaring our choice to live for God and to follow God's ways. This is something that John Wesley believed with his whole heart. One of the Methodist sayings that we have throughout history is holiness of heart. I mean, this talks about being transformed by God's grace, which enables people to be this holy, loving, and Christ-like in their relationships with each other and with all of creation. This really points directly to this new covenant that Jeremiah was talking about. 
This new covenant that God desires to make with each one of us. It's about changing our hearts, people. About allowing God to write his love right on them. Telling us just how much he cares for us. How much he loves us. And how much he desires for us. And so we enter into this holy space. A place for renewal. For recommitment. And a desire to accept God's will for our lives. And so let us take a moment to reflect on how the God of all creation has reached down through the incarnation, through Jesus Christ, and touched our hearts with his love and covenant to always care for us. Think about how God touches your heart today. How God desires to enter into this covenant with us today. So as we move into this part of the service, I encourage you to have your bulletins. uh, Because we will follow along through the proclamation and into this service. All the while thinking about that relationship that God, that God desires for us. That relationship that God wants to have with us. And that covenant that God makes with us. Now remember that a covenant is not a contract. A covenant is between two people. It is between us and between God. And it is covenant that if it is to be broken, needs to be broken by both parties. And we proclaim this every time we, we enter into communion and we, we talk about this. We talk about, especially even in baptism, we say, when our love failed and we strayed away, God, your love remained steadfast. So even if we think that the covenant is broken and we try to run away from God, God never runs away. So the covenant is never broken. And so today we will renew our covenant. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the Christian life is redeemed from sin and consecrated to God. Through baptism, we have entered this life and have been admitted into the new covenant, which Jesus Christ is the mediator. He sealed it with his own blood that it might last forever. On one side, God promises to give us new life in Christ, the source and perfecter of our faith. On the other side, we are pledged to live no more for ourselves, but only for Jesus Christ, who loved us and gave himself for us. From time to time, we renew our covenant with God, especially when we reaffirm the baptismal covenant and gather at the Lord's table. Today, however, we meet, as the generations before us have met, to renew the covenant that binds us to God. Let us make this covenant of God our own. Commit yourselves to Christ as his servants. Give yourselves to him that you may belong to him. Christ has many services to be done. Some are more easy and honorable. Others are more difficult and disgraceful. Some are suitable to our inclinations and interests. 
But then there are other works where we cannot please Christ except by denying ourselves. It is necessary, therefore, that we consider what it means to be a servant of Christ. Let us, go, let us therefore go to Christ and pray. And repeat, have repeat with me. Let me be your servant under your command. I will no longer be my own. I will give myself to your will in all things. Be satisfied that Christ shall give you your place and work. Lord, make me what you will. I put myself fully into your hands. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and with a willing heart give it all to your pleasure and disposal. Christ will be the Savior of none but His servants. He is the source of all salvation to those who obey. Christ will have no servants except by consent. Christ will not accept anything except full consent to all that He requires. Christ will be all in all, or He will be nothing. Confirm this by a holy covenant. To make this covenant a reality in your life, listen to these admonitions. First, set apart some time, more than once, to be spent alone before the Lord in seeking earnestly God's special assistance and gracious acceptance of you, in carefully thinking through all the conditions of, on the covenant, in searching your hearts whether you have already freely given your life to Christ. Consider what your sins are. Consider the laws of Christ, how holy, strict, and spiritual they are, and whether you, after having carefully considered them, are willing to choose them all. Be sure you are clear in these matters. See that you do not lie to God. Second, be serious and in a spirit of holy awe and reverence. Third, claim God's covenant. Rely on God's promise of giving grace and strength so you can keep your promise. Trust not your own strength and power. Fourth, resolve to be faithful. You have given to the Lord your hearts. You have opened your mouths to the Lord and you have dedicated yourself to God. With God's power, never go back. And last, be then prepared to renew your covenant with the Lord. Fall down on your knees. Lift your hands toward heaven. Open your hearts to the Lord as we pray. O righteous God, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, See me as I fall down before you. Forgive my unfaithfulness in not having done your will. For you have promised mercy to me if I turn to you with my whole heart. God requires that you shall put away all your idols. I hear from the bottom of my heart 
renounce them all, covenanting with you that no known sin shall be allowed in my life. Against your will, I have turned my love toward the world. In your power, I will watch all temptations that will lead me away from you. For my own righteousness is riddled with sin, unable to stand before you. Through Christ, God has offered to be your God again, if you would let Him. Before all heaven and earth, I here acknowledge you as my Lord and God. I take you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for my portion, and vow to give up myself, body and soul, as your servant, to serve you in holiness and righteousness all the days of my life. God has given the Lord Jesus Christ as the only way and means of coming to God. Jesus, I do here on bended knees, accept Christ as the only new and living way, and sincerely join myself in a covenant with Him. O blessed Jesus, I come to You hungry, sinful, miserable, blind, and naked, unworthy even to wash the feet of Your servants. I do here, with all my power, accept You as my Lord and Head. I renounce my own worthiness and vow that You are the Lord, my righteousness. I renounce my own wisdom and take You for my only guide. I renounce my own will and take Your will as my law. Christ has told you that you must suffer with Him. I do here covenant with you, O Christ, to take my lot with you as it may fall. Through your grace I promise that neither life nor death shall part me from you. God has given holy laws as the rule of your life. I do here willingly put my neck under your yoke to carry your burden. All your laws are holy, just, and good. I therefore take them as the rule for my words, thoughts, and actions, promising that I will strive to order my life, whole life according to your direction and not allow myself to neglect anything I know to be my duty. The Almighty God searches and knows your heart. O oh God, you know that I make this covenant with you today without guile or reservation. If any falsehood should be in it, guide me and help me to set it aright. And now, glory be to you, O oh God the Father, whom I from this day forward shall look upon as my God and Father. Glory be to you, O God the Son, who have loved me and washed me from my sins in your own blood, and now is my Savior and Redeemer. Glory be to you, O God the Holy Spirit, who by your almighty power have turned my heart from sin to God. 
Almighty God, the Lord Omnipotent, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you have now become my covenant friend, and I, through your infinite grace, have become your covenant servant. So be it, and let the covenant I have made on earth be ratified in heaven. Amen. This is the covenant renewal that John Wesley prepared. This is the covenant renewal service that that many generations have, have participated in. This is the covenant renewal that you have made. On the, on the back page of your bulletin, you see the Wesley Covenant Prayer, which we have recited throughout our liturgy. And there is a line. This covenant I seal this day, Sunday, January 1, 2023. Following our prayer, I'm going to give you an opportunity to come to come and sign this covenant here in the sanctuary, the sanctuary of your homes, so that you may sign that and remember. And then you will take your bulletin because it has all of the words that you have made a covenant to. You can take that home with you. There will be spots here at these two tables that you may come and sign this covenant. You may also Take your covenant to the kneelers. And you may kneel before God and sign this covenant as you kneel before God. And you lift that up to Him. During our time, it will be during this time that we will sing, I surrender all. So as we share those those wonderful words of that hymn, those are the moments that you will be able to come up and sign your covenant. If we are still signing those covenants after we have finished singing, we will continue on and allow all of those the opportunity to sign. Maybe that will be in silence. But this will be a time for you to come and do that. And so I'm going to ask you to pray with me first, and then we will share in this song, and we will share in this covenant signing together. So will you pray with me? Almighty God, we've entered into this sacred space that you have called us on this first day of the year, this day of new beginnings. And so God, we have gone through this covenant renewal service. We have spoken the words, but we know that unless our hearts are in it, they are simply that, just spoken words. But God, we know that this morning, They are far from it. We know that that as we came to worship today, that there was something different that you were calling us to. And so God, we have made this covenant. We have renewed this covenant, actually. Because God, you have never let the covenant go. Your love always remains steadfast. And so God, as we hear this covenant prayer one more time, let it truly sink in for us of the covenant that we renew and make today. 
I am no longer my own, but thine. Put me to what thou wilt. Rank me with whom thou wilt. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed by thee or laid aside by thee. Exalted for thee or brought low for thee. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and heartily yield all things to thy pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thou art mine and I am thine. So be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen. We have signed our covenants of giving all to God. And so maybe you'll join me in this. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. We pray with me? Gracious God, we have come and we have offered this renewal. And we receive that from you, that covenant. And so God, ratify it in heaven. Ratify it between us and you. This wonderful covenant that you make. God, hear our prayers. The prayers that have been lifted throughout this entire service. God, there have been so many that have lifted up those joys and concerns, the, the things that we desire, the healing, the peace, and the comfort that we need. God, you know those prayers. And so hear them all, especially as we lift the prayers of this covenant to you. God, thank you. Thank you for making this covenant with us. Thank you for speaking your love to our hearts and, in, and inscribing them on our hearts. Because God, we know that your law is simple. That it is to love you with all of our whole, all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, all of our strength. And to love our neighbor as ourselves. Help us to do this as we go and serve in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. And as we get ready to go forth from this place, go forth knowing that the God who makes this covenant with you goes with you. And so may the love of God, the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit go with you. And may it go with you always. Amen.